0: Yay! Now uh, I have, have stage shirt. right. Oh. Let me have some coffee. Should have brought some alcohol.
1: Anybody who's watching or, or listening on uh, on the i iPod, iPhone, what? Does they even have iPods anymore? I don't know. No. no I don't no. think so. anybody who's listening to the podcast, Scott's got an Atari t shirt on. It's like like the old Atari symbol with the word Atari under. I haven't <laughs> seen one of those in years, man. Yeah.
0: Got it at Target. RJ. 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 <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Old Ass Movie Reviews. Today, we are bringing you a special um, for us. Um, this is today's review, The Last Dragon. Um, this particular movie is one that Dave and I talked about quite a bit when we worked together on a night shift. And we talked about it so much. I think it was our coworker said, you guys should record this. (laughs) And, um, here we are finally, um, 14 episodes in, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) we're finally getting to the, the one movie that started this all. And, um, it was, it was fun. I watched it last night. Um, first time I've seen it since 1985 in the movie theaters. Um, so, I have a slightly different opinion now than I did uh, when I saw it in 85 as 15 no. years old. <laughs> so, when was the first time you saw it?
1: 1985. Okay. Pandora Theater. Where the oh, wow. It's, uh, right. It was a hangout spot in, in Michigan. It was one of our, our stomping grounds. You um, used to go see old horror movies there. You'd be proud. of well uh Zombie, I think, was one of the movies. Yeah. Um, Full I, I just remember a whole lot of horror movies that I was never interested in, but I went because all my friends were gone. You know what I mean? Right.
0: <laughs> so right, right.
1: I, again, if I don't go with you guys, I'm going to be at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you saw some good ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, saw so some pretty good ones. I mean, the special effects in some of those movies were really good. Right. But uh, I remember seeing this there, and it's very strange because it was at Pandora for a few weeks. And I think we kept going to see it. Like it was a group. of right. Guys, that we see it over and over again. So and when I'd you, see, when yeah. you
0: first saw it, this was one that was like, holy shit, this is really cool.
1: Yeah, this, this was, uh, th- this, for me, I like the character. I mean, Vanity, she was gorgeous. She was the girl next door. I mean, how could you not fall in love with Vanity lived eight, next door to when you. When you're 18 or Why did you move? Like, huh? <laughs> I said, Vanity yeah, lived right?
0: next door to you and you moved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better-looking cast. I mean, for the two main people, right? Exactly. Timac, uh, is that how you pronounce the name? Timac,
0: I believe. Yes.
1: And uh, and Vanity. I mean, jeez.
0: Yeah, I got to meet Timac a few years ago at a convention, and he still looks great.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And
0: yeah, he had the glow.
1: Yeah, but he did.
0: He had the glow. Um super, super cool guy. I understand he does a lot of charity work. Um oh, that's cool. So he seems really genuine down down to earth um nice. character. Uh but Leroy Green. Now that was an interesting cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was uh that was showing up, right?
0: No, uh Leroy. Brother? Leroy, Timec.
1: Oh, okay, Leroy. I'm sorry. I'm they they sorry. joked I'm, and I'm, would call I'm, him I'm Bruce Lee of, of the actual people that were in the in the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bruce Leroy was a good character. Yeah, he's, he's a good character. Leroy Green. Um Give me your pizzas to, to Papa Green's Pizzas. Papa Green's Pizzas.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm just going to start by saying this is definitely an '80s movie from start to finish, you oh, don't yeah. get much more 80s than this with the synth uh, soundtrack, which I absolutely love, the the score on top of the, the songs uh, was yeah. really well done. Um, at times it had a John Carpenter vibe to it. Uh, really, really cool. But uh, I'm watching it and I'm looking, it's like, man, people didn't dress like that. I'm like, yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I dressed it's like that. They they did. Yeah, yeah, we really did. And it was cringeworthy to look at. It. It's like, what is this crap? And it's like, we grew up in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. The only one whose style didn't change was Bruce Leroyce. Yeah. <laughs> like you can still wear that today. And it'd be like, people would be like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At first, I thought it was like, he's going to walk around wearing the, I, I don't know what, what clothes he was having, but they looked like traditional. Some sort of Asian martial arts, yeah. um, and a straw hat, and yeah. uh, of course nobody gave him a second look, and well, they probably wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back I mean, in the eighties, no. No, even today he could probably walk through New York, and they'd be right. <laughs> whatever, whatever. They got a painted um,
1: guy, a silver painted guy, walking through New York, and nobody gives you a second look. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, this this movie is basically. Um, a journey about the main character Leroy, um, um, trying to find his way and find the power of the glow. He's got in his mind. He's got his. He's been told that he's got to one more step before he's the ultimate kung fu master. Now, right. my issues are the movie starts off right away. He is a badass. He's he's catching arrows. Um, yeah. He is quite already. A master of everything but it's like we never really get to see how that happened it's just boom here's this kid who's wow he's just yeah he's a fan of bruce lee but how did he get there um that was one of the issues i had with it but man i got to talk about the opening scene in the movie theater when the movie starts kicks off in the theater Uh um this one I thank God I've never been to a theater like this where people just stop and start break dancing in the middle of the aisles.
1: Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's wrestlers.
0: There's wrestlers in the freaking balcony. Right. Why? Why? Right. Nothing made any sense. And what really doesn't make sense is Shounuff Shogun just God. breaking down the doors of the theater show and coming him. in. Um, why was he there? Because
1: he was show up. Well,
0: right. But why Why that theater? Just screw it. I'm going to go mess with some people.
1: I mean, well, that was... <laughs> what's funny is you talk about that theater. That's how I vaguely remember the Pandora Theater being. <laughs> with wrestlers in the balcony and... I don't know if we had a balcony. show up. There, there was a lot of weird shit going on while you were watching the movie. If you went there to specifically watch a movie at a certain time on the weekend... You were not going to be able to watch that movie. They you <laughs> just weren't. It was filled with asshole teenagers from the eighties. Right. They're all in their own cliques, causing trouble, having fun, and uh, I don't even remember a whole lot of bad stuff happening there. Like we didn't have a big black Shogun walk in and you know cause trouble. But you would have remembered. There, there were there were plenty of fights. There were plenty of, <laughs> plenty of things going on there. So the popcorn flying and, and the lights kind of still being half on. While the yeah. movie was going, is, is yeah, I, that, <laughs> I have witnesses. I can call them forward.
0: I, you know, I, I believe that because even <laughs> even when I was younger at, at the movie theaters, I don't remember much of the movies. Uh, it right. was just more like a place to go hang out. Yeah, I uh, right. I remember being very young and being thrown out of the theater because I wouldn't stop running in circles uh, <laughs> all the way up and down and around, and we would it's scream. So there was three of 18, us. So
1: nineteen. What's that? <laughs> It's just, With, when you say you were very young, 18, 19. Just yeah, well, <laughs> that I would be believable. Um,
0: that's me now. Uh, that's why I don't I'm, I don't go to the theaters now uh, right, because that's right. what I will do because people won't shut up and I just feel like screaming. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I much prefer to sit at home and uh, run around the living room screaming while I'm watching right. a movie. And but you only have
1: your wife yelling at you, telling you to shut up and sit down.
0: Right, right. Um, Robinson, I'm Scott. <laughs> oh yeah. Show enough, the Shogun of Harlem.
1: Shogun of Harlem. You don't get better than that. The shogun of Harlem.
0: What was his deal?
1: He was the Shogun of Harlem.
0: Okay, I know. And see, that's
1: <laughs> I don't understand the question. Scott.
0: <laughs> the question is <laughs> why? I mean this. This movie left me with more whys, and what the hell were they thinking? Um, And don't get me wrong, I actually love this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot. But, man, it's got some
1: issues. (laughs) You got to leave a lot of stuff packed. You you know, whereas usually I like to unpack a movie and look into it and go, what's this, what's this, what's this? I'm willing to leave underwear on the bottom of the... (laughs) Of <laughs> the suitcase and just ignore some of the stuff. Um, I think they they make a, a a point where showing up at one point is saying, "Tell Bruce Leroy I'm back." So I'm assuming he was just out of prison and he was getting his gang back together.
0: It may be. So that's, it may that's be just
1: one thing for me. Excuse me. That's that's just one thing for uh, for me. Like like I kind of thought maybe that's what was going on there.
0: Yeah, because I was wondering if it, is he was he just out looking to try and find a fight to prove that he was the baddest. Um, yeah,
1: I, th- I think he was just trying to, like, create his dominate, do, dominate you know. And he knew Bruce Leroy. Mm-hmm. And he knew this was the one guy who could probably kick his ass but would never fight him. So he had to, like, really humiliate, humiliate, humiliate. And the more he, he humiliated him, the more he felt like, I'm, I'm superior to you. Right. But no matter what, he knew this guy was the only guy that could kick his ass. Yeah. That that's how I took it. So whenever okay. he goes in and trashes the parents' restaurant, he's you know he knows you know that, that he's got to fight this guy. He's the only guy that the entire city, no matter what, the entire city is going to look at him and go, yeah, but this guy could kick your ass. Yeah, you know, if he really wanted to, he you know yeah he kissed your feet, but he's going to kick your ass one of these days. Right. You know, right. that he just couldn't live with. I think that was messing with his head more than anything else.
0: Now, did you? I know I did, but did you get a black exploitation vibe from this movie?
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. This was.
0: This was is the eighties
1: black exploitation. This is an eighties black. Yeah, this was probably one of the last big black exploitation, next to Action Jackson. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I would say, say probably one of the last big black exploitation movies, and this one was really well done. I mean. I'm not a huge Barry Gordy fan as mm-hmm. far as being a human being. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love the old Motown. I love what mm-hmm. he did. I uh, don't like how he treated his band members when he left. Uh, I've, I've watched The Shadow of, I think it's called The Shadow? The Shadow of Motown? I think yeah, it was I'm a sure. documentary, and they talk about all the band guys that, that were like the actual originators of the Motown sound. And I just uh oh, man, the more I heard heard read right. and heard about this guy, I'm just like, ah, how did he even stay in business? You know? But that's a whole nother subject. Um, he did a good movie. What however he managed to produce this, however managed he managed to get it made, he did a good black exploitation movie. I was actually shocked at how well written it is. Yeah. I mean, um and, and Vanity did a pretty good acting job. Uh, was, this was his first acting gig. Mm-hmm. I guess he was into karate before that. And he, uh, one of his friends said, hey, they're looking for somebody. And he just kind of went down. Oh, do-do, do-do, do-do. Uh, you know, here I am. And they got hired on the spot. And one yeah, of that's one of the, it, he got hired on the spot.
0: That's one of the things that was uh, very relevant or evident in this movie is the fight choreography. Yeah, it was good after mm-hmm. after watching such wonderful stinkers as the Devil's Express uh, <laughs> with fighting that. Oh, my God, it was so bad. Yeah. This was this actually was good, good, well choreographed. Yeah. Obviously, people who knew how to fight were involved yeah. in and in setting that up. So it, it felt good. It sounded good. Yeah. It looked it looked good, um, which brings me Ooh. to one of my one of my favorite characters in this was Johnny the um that one of his students who couldn't
1: fight yeah yeah, that kid was in a lot of movies back in the he was (laughs) he was yeah him and his little brother
0: yeah he even he even made a joke in there and i don't know if you caught it he uh made it look like he is his speech was out of sync with his. yeah yeah i
1: got that when he was trying to
0: he was going to act tough so he Wow. and then
1: yeah. went. no words are coming and then it's almost like he's dubbing himself
0: yeah he, he, he dubbed himself and then just started him. wailing come to find out Johnny could fight
1: yeah yeah he really he could didn't <laughs> he didn't like to
0: but he was funny he was that was yeah. actually pretty funny
1: yeah, I uh, feel like how Johnny like starts hitting on the uh, on the oh what, the Arcadian's girlfriend when she comes in yeah took to warn Bruce Leroy. He's like, hey, he's like leaning up against the bag. Would you like a short little Asian guy instead?
0: (laughs) Um, Johnny comes up with one of my favorite quotes in the movie when um, he uh, runs into uh, Shona. Uh Calls him a a string bean Rick James looking fool.
1: (laughs) 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 He insults like the entire gang (laughs) when they're in the uh, in the karate dojo. (laughs) He's just like insulting every one of them one by one.
0: (laughs) So basically, I mean, what we have here is a movie that uh, sets up. You have a young karate master looking for his uh, the next level, Mm -hmm. Um, and he's told that when he gets there, his whole body will glow. He'll have the glow, so he'll know it. Um, You have an evil producer or what? this is great he's an arcade uh guy uh yeah, and yeah. his name is arcadian yeah. eddie arcadian what a what wonderfully a cast villain. um so well cast for him yeah uh that was so well played uh he was just such a such what a horrible a cartoon villain.
1: villain he was yeah. a good cartoon and he played that to the t man he, he played, did that guy played it to the t
0: all the way down to the monster in a aquarium tank that you could feed people to that we never got to see, and nobody yeah. ever got to it, except he got <laughs> his he ears. You
1: get the off. hell out of him when Bruce Leroy takes him and puts him in his- face in the thing right <laughs> And he sees all the bubbles coming up so he pulls the guy out and he's like looking
0: inside the tank like what the hell is that right so we we had this wonderful cartoon villain who's obviously just trying to get his girlfriend at, at the start it seems like he's just trying to get her uh a wannabe cindy lopper is what the vibe yeah, i got yeah, that's, from her it was
1: a cindy lopper it was, it was They've been taking a swipe at Cindy Lauper. Yeah, all the white girls that were takeoffs of Cindy Lauper, all the Madonnas, all yeah. the you know. The it, it looked King like Lauper a, on the other hand had talent. In Madonna, I don't. I gotta. I'll argue with anybody on that one. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's another podcast. Yeah, it's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Whole other era.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think but. that was his, his swipe at any uh, any of the. White girl wannabe wanna be or Madonna type, right. You know? right But that girl, that actress played the part pretty good. she, oh, she really did great. she her was other stuff too. I don't I don't know if she's still acting, but I, I think maybe she is.
0: Well, that's just it. This whole movie was well cast. Um, yeah. The acting was great. Um, and it and that that's what really helped sell it. But um again, we have the the cartoon villain trying to get his girlfriend play at yeah. this place. Uh, that vanity runs. She won't give, so he devises a way to kidnap her, and um yeah, Leroy gets caught up in it. um He rescues her at one point, and then they kind of start she to have some chemistry with, and everything. In
1: love with him, boy. She yeah. just like she's in love with with him. Like the minute yeah. the first was, he saves her, she's like, oh, my yeah. hero. So. <laughs> I guess it, this
0: movie's a lot of things. It's an action movie. It's a comedy. It's a love story. Um, what about... It's <laughs> it's a karate. Karate. We got action. It's an it's action a, movie. Yeah, like um, you said, it's,
1: it was a nice change from The Devil and the Devil's oh, Express. Oh, Painful. <laughs> I I, you yeah. hurts your head. I see the I see the veins sticking out. It I'm is right that is. Devils Express.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I got through it. Um, that was oh, hard. It's,
1: it's, this yeah.
0: this was a joy to watch. Yeah. Um, one of the things my wife asked me. Janine watched it with me. Uh, yeah, Kat watched it with
1: me too.
0: She's like, uh, did you do you remember enjoying this? Is what she asked. I said,
1: what do you mean? I enjoy it now. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, because Kat was watching it, she goes, I actually like that. She, ah. I wasn't expecting to like it. So, you know, <laughs> she, she, liked, she enjoyed it for what it was. It's a good action comedy yeah. <laughs> comedy movie. Um, I was actually shocked, and I started thinking about this today. Um, it's, you know of the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. You're a writer, you know I was you thinking
0: did. of that today as well.
1: There's two hero's journeys going on here in the same guy. Uh, Bruce Leroy is at once uh, a seeker, because mm-hmm. he wants the glow. He wants to find the master. He wants to step up to become the master and have the glow. That's him seeking that. But he's also a reluctant hero in that uh, he has he should help Vanity. He should help uh, his little brother, and he's avoiding at all costs fighting. The Shogun of Harlem. Yeah. Sure, no. Uh, <laughs> so he has got like a dual thing going on here—a mm-hmm. two-pronged hero's journey that wind up meeting together at that wonton—not um, wonton at the uh, at the fortune cookie factory.
0: Oh, some dumb guy.
1: Yes. <laughs> some dumb guy. It's brilliant. <laughs> Those three idiots, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Let, let's talk about the Chinese Soul Brothers. Oh my God! First, first time we see them, Oh my! First time we see him, they're doing a dance number, a music
1: number outside there. Yeah, they're and then, and then they're talking jive. Yeah, that's what's so funny is, and they're giving him shit because he can't talk jive whenever he talks. To I know. He starts talking to him. Then he doesn't understand what they're saying.
0: Oh my God! It was it made me. I laughed and cringed at the same time. It's like nobody would shoot that today.
1: Oh no, no! This be, I think this movie would be really hard pressed to be shot today. And then yeah, then I sit there and think, you know what? If you got the right group of guys to do it, that just didn't give a crap. Yeah. About political correctness, they would go in, shoot it, and probably make a million dollars. Yeah. You know. But, but it's it's all in how you address it and how you go how you attack it those three guys were funny as anything they, they were just funny. oh they
0: were they and were and that
1: for those that one actor uh, the, the one guy starts making fun of uh, bruce lee he takes his hat and puts it on and he starts speaking in a Chinese accent, which, you know, this guy never had a Chinese accent before. Yeah. <laughs> and he's speaking like really bad Chinese accent, <laughs> which made it even funnier and more stupid. Yes. <laughs> so I, I can't believe this, this actor chose that to do that.
0: <laughs> it was a
1: paycheck. But yeah, it was um, good, though. It, was, it worked. It worked really well.
0: And that's something we've talked about before. Um And this is a perfect example of what makes an 80s movie an 80s movie. Uh, Right. There's no regard for stereotypes or no, oh, my God, I got to be careful. They just did it. Right. And if you look at it through a younger person of today's eyes, oh, my God, it's horrible. But when when we saw it, that's how. if you're
1: sitting here watching this was an 18 or 19-year-old woke right now. Right. They'd be freaking out. Yes. You know they like, oh my god! get it's racist. It's this. It's that. Yeah, but it's right. But it's funny. Yeah. And these guys all knew what they were getting into. That it's not like any one of them walked on set and went, oh my god! No. They all had the script in front of them before they got to go to shoot. They knew what they were getting into.
0: Well, it's it's like what we talked about with the black exploitation films, right? So, and in a sense, the '80s continued an exploitation yeah. of, of stereotypes, basically. Right. Right. Um,
1: so it's. Can you <laughs> it was imagine doing Sixteen Candles right now?
0: I think Can we you should. Imagine
1: trying to shoot Sixteen Candles oh, right now. Oh,
0: how to shoot? I think we need to review Sixteen Candles,
1: but oh yes, oh, one of my favorite movies, one yes. of my favorite teenage flicks from the eighties. But I mean, really, are, are you going to get uh, uh, what was the, the guy's name that was in there?
0: Uh, Getty Watanabe. uh Long Duck Dong.
1: Yeah, you Long Duck Dong. Could you imagine trying to shoot him now? You're trying to get a guy to do that right now. You'd, get, I, you'd find an actor that would be willing to do it. I'm sure Automobile? And be like, oh, <laughs> the ticket is fucking hysterical. Yeah. But some of the movies you just look at now, you're like, you couldn't get some of these. No big budget house would make them. No. Small budget guys like you, like me, like, uh, like um, I'm trying to think, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith mm-hmm. really does good stuff like that. He just makes fun of everybody yeah. and just lets the chips fall where they may. Um. I, yeah, it's, it's tough to see to look at this at a 21st century glance you can't you, can't. you gotta look at it for what it was at the time mm-hmm. and when I was a kid growing up I loved these two guys and in the city that I grew up in you know and the group of people that were in this theater at the time that had never either seen a black guy or never really paid attention it was all white guys it was all white stoners it was all white, you know blue-collar guys, all in there loving this movie, loving vanity, well, yeah. loving TAMAC, loving showing up. I mean, I remember going to school the first weekend after watching this, and guys are just walking around, how's it going? And you hear it down the hallway, Show up, And you knew the guys were there that weekend. You knew yeah. they were there watching the movie, because it was the only freaking place showing the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're like, wow, man, these guys really... They hit on every on every cylinder, like on every level, white, black, Chinese. Mm-hmm. And they, and I, we had a couple of Asian guys in the school. And I remember them shouting down and, and, you know, talking like that. And it's just like, oh my God, this is, and it's all in retrospect that I see this. And I didn't see it at the time. At the time no. it was just, you know, you're a teenager and you start shouting down the hallway and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's good. It was, it was well done. Yeah. Well done. Uh, and I, like I said, I, I never thought of the two pronged, hero's journey that he was on sure enough, one was sure enough. <laughs> and one was ju- you know jumping at it like looking for his his power
0: right so that no was that good. was uh, I was thinking of that uh, today as well it's like look at that there it is i mean so it was it was definitely thought out the story yeah. was definitely thought out um there's some things that we could have had some filler and stuff but you can only have a movie for so long um I would have liked to seen. I'd really like to know uh, Shownuff's uh, backstory. I'd like to know. Yeah,
1: how did he get the glow?
0: Yeah, because he cat had mentioned
1: that. Cat, cat said that she's like, uh, he, he's a bad guy. How does he have the go? How his he glow? His glow was red. I was Like, yeah, but his his glow was different color, and he's a he's a master of bad. I mean, he was a mm-hmm. bad, he was a bad guy. They, they can still be a master,
0: just like a Sith lightsaber. Yes. So.
1: I like where you went there.
0: Thank you. <laughs> How about when our, uh,
1: our weekly Star Wars reference, good job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How about when Eddie Arcadian is interviewing assassins to take out Bruce <laughs> Lebron?
1: Why should you get
0: double? <laughs> oh my God. This is what this is what sold me on the movie. It doesn't take itself seriously. It no. is about a good time. It's yeah.
1: ridiculous. Even him yeah. interviewing the assassins. Yes. Even, even the interview of the assassins. You're like, who, who would do that? That was straight. That was straight out of Blazing Saddles. Yes. That was straight out of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring enough gum for everyone? <laughs> I mean, that one guy had a. Uh,
0: like a chain on him he was like an animal
1: yeah yeah he's like why should you get paid though like okay pay this guy whatever he wants and then he looks at his henchman and says take the table out of his first pay
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, th- that was it there was there's was a lot of jokes in there and that that is yeah. actually one of them um and here we go back to the chinese soul brothers
1: oh uh, yeah yeah yeah
0: they uh anytime they were trying to figure out how to play craps
1: so the first black guy <laughs> shows up it's a great visual yeah the first black
0: guy shows up they just automatically assume he knows what's going on because he he's play some craps
1: yeah so they
0: he teaches them and what they're doing is actually playing hopscotch <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, that's so funny because they do the pullback shot where you see them shooting the dice, and you're like, how is he teaching? There's no way he knows how to shoot craps. Then they pull back the camera, and you see the, the hopscotch laid out, chalked out, and they're doing the skip and the <laughs> jump. And it's like these guys have no idea. <laughs> They've got a manual of how to shoot yeah. craps.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's why at times this movie was a spoof.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It at
0: times it really felt annoying. like they were wanting to spoof things, like, like we had mentioned, like Cyndi Lauper or yeah. anything. So it was very interesting that they, it felt all over the place. Um, right.
1: and but it was that, all over the place that actually worked. They, yeah. Because They had it planned out. I, I think that director, I looked at his IMDb um, thing, and that guy, he's no, he's no... Uh, no wilting flower. He, he, <laughs> he did, I think he did Car Wash. Okay. Cooly High. And something else, I think, before he did this. And then you watch, you see all the movies that, in television series that he did after that, up until, like, very recently, 2018, 2019. And it, it's like, holy crap, this guy really knew. He, this guy was a good director. He has a solid base of directing. So I think the success was based on him. Yeah. I think he got a, a good script. Mm-hmm. And having a good script is always the basis for uh, any good movie. But if you can't get your people to do what you need them to do, the movie falls apart. The script falls apart. Yeah. He was able to keep guys like Tamek's first movie, all these other actors that are in it, not, not going to win any super-duper awards, I, I'm guessing. But he got them all to work together and they did a good job and they mm. did a really good
0: job for speaking of dad, you
1: know
0: how many um, there was a few times that I had to do a double take at the screen when I was looking at a very young uh, William H. Macy I know right um, there was also and Big what I, yeah yeah i was like holy cow i was like why does he look like william h macy yeah it is um there was also another extra in the background that i swear i have seen all over the place a cop no it was a it was some guy just on the street and it's like wait a minute and he was maybe it was a cop um but there was a few that are in there and you know uh well this movie was a while back yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. surprised to see some of the people that showed up in there yeah
1: um, I'll, I'll give you that there there was a. Uh... The one, I think the, I think the guy was a security guard or one of the cops that uh, Bruce Leroy beats up at one point, mm-hmm. and then um, one of the kids at the dojo that's helping up um, um, the kid who gets his butt beat, uh, I forgot his name, I want to say Michael, the, the kid who pretended to know karate but didn't Johnny. turns yeah, the, the, the guy that's in between, his face just comes on screen for a second. And I'm sure he's a big character actor because I was looking at him going, oh my God, I, know, I yeah. know that face. I've known that, I know I've seen that guy before you know, in, in other movies. So, yeah, there's like a lot of... A
0: lot of people problems. maybe started on this movie. And yeah,
1: they, you never know.
0: Right? Um, I did learn something from this. If I'm ever tied up, all I have to do is start pop-locking, and I can get out of any knot. <laughs>
1: there you go. Now, now you know how HumaGinny did it.
0: He was breaking before anybody else. <laughs> I watched this. I, I watch movies like this at show break dancing and the, yeah. the clothes and everything. I'm like, how was this ever a thing?
1: <laughs> don't know. I, and I, I don't I, either. I was but there it was when cool. it was happening. <laughs> I, mean, I knew guys that were doing it, and I'm like, "You're white. Why are you doing this? <laughs> why, why are you break dancing?"
0: Because they could.
1: Yeah, yes, you know.
0: Because I couldn't.
1: I couldn't do it. You know. Ugh. I There's can now. I was going to do a wave thingy. Yeah, no, that's just your back cracking.
0: It, I, I can break my hip. I can yeah. break my back. Yeah, that's my break dancing <laughs> at this
1: point. <laughs> yeah, you just look like you're popping lock, and it's only because yeah. you've locked. <laughs> and you got to push that shoulder right down.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. You
1: no, <laughs> pain. <laughs>
0: This is a fun movie. I, I love it at the end when he gets the glow and he's fighting uh, Shonuf. And up yeah. has the red glow against the yeah. gold glow. And it's just one of those um those hero moments. It's like, yeah, right. it's on. It's on, you know? And then
1: yeah.
0: he catches the bullet in his teeth.
1: Oh, you knew that was coming.
0: Well, they did allude to it with the rumors. my old
1: lady called that. She goes, watch this. He's going to catch that bullet in the mouth.
0: And he did. He did. Yeah. Um. Very, <laughs> very cool. Um. I enjoy this movie. Um. I, I will definitely watch again.
1: Oh it, yeah. Yeah. I bought it. I, I, I did I, too. I went on Amazon and I bought the damn thing. I was like, okay, I'm here. I, <laughs> I like this movie enough already. I know that I'm going to enjoy it again and again. Um. It was well written. Uh. The hero's journey worked out almost perfectly. Yeah. And I, I don't know if the writer. I would like to see. This is the kind of thing that I'd like to eventually meet the writer of this and go, were, were you following a hero's journey? Did you know about I mean, is this something that they did consciously? Or was it just like... I'm just writing a story
0: and hoping for the best. <laughs> well, when it comes to that, um, it could be either or because so many movies and so many stories have followed that. Mm-hmm. They are, whatever you've read, whatever you've seen is going to influence your view. So you may yeah. actually subconsciously write The Hero's Journey without ever yeah,
1: this is true.
0: reading about it um, this is true. because you know it works.
1: Yeah, you may, on a subconscious level, be doing it without even thinking right. about it. But I just thought it was interesting. I, not, my question, I guess, would really be, did you mean to do it on two levels? You are chasing one and trying to avoid the other and running from the other. Mm. I, I guess that would be my question. And the guy guy or girl, whoever wrote it, would probably have to look at me and go, oh, yeah, I knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah, so, yeah, so I don't know if you were going to It was ever all planned. planned. <laughs> yeah, it was all planned that way. And <laughs> then <laughs> walks out the door going, shit, I was a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, oh, such a genius. I didn't even know what I was doing, and I was a genius.
0: <laughs> uh, some things happen by happy accident, you know, and that could have been mm-hmm. one of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's,
0: um, the, <laughs> the one thing that is, I guess, if I want to say anything bad about the movie, uh, and um, not necessarily bad, but just. Oh, you know, no, seriously. <laughs> I, I could have done without the music videos, um, I could have done without DeBarge. Breaking into a music video and a coke I commercial. I could
1: at uh, the bars at any time. Yeah, but they were all
0: right. Uh, we had a. Now, it was funny to see Eddie Arcadian's girlfriend with her horrible Dirty Boys video.
1: <laughs>
0: this is this here's You're
1: talking about wanting a, wanting a test drive.
0: <laughs> oh, and that one. That was even worse. <laughs> Dressed like a taxi cab or whatever, like a car. She had turn signals hanging from her freaking ears.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> and headlights. The headlights on the on the breasts was just yeah. brilliant. I mean, whoever put that costume together was just like probably laughing the whole time. And that poor actress is putting this on going, okay, let's just get this shot. I want out of here.
0: Give me my check.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not making a lot of money.
0: I I will say this for for the last dragon if you want to see an 80s movie what an 80s movie looks like
1: mm-hmm. this is it yeah this is
0: yeah. 80s all the way through um and that this is why I we had talked before why it seems like movies that nowadays that are made or TV shows that think just by changing the clothes or changing yeah. the music or changing the cars makes it 80s. It doesn't. Right, right. It's a vibe. It's a
1: definite vibe from the 80s.
0: Exactly. It's a vibe. It's also casting aside all political correctness. Yeah. Because um, there wasn't any. There
1: really there wasn't any. any.
0: And you feel that when you watch the movie. You feel uh, that there's a general... It's funny. Who cares? Right. Um, nobody's taking themselves seriously. And, yeah, so that that's, the I think, the one element that tends to miss is... That right there. So you have yeah. you have a vibe. You watch as it, you instantly know I'm watching an 80s movie.
1: Mm-hmm. I, um, it's not a remake. It's not a planned. It's not something else. It's it's an actual right it was the, of the of the time.
0: And when I watch uh, Stranger Things on Netflix, great series,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: it's just set in the 80s, and they right. you could tell they worked really hard to make it an 80s series,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they're missing the one thing. It just doesn't feel it. It yeah, they're, they're
1: missing the political incorrectness.
0: I, that may be often. it. I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that uh, changes that is like, why all of a sudden does does this feel 80s and this doesn't?
1: I'll, um, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Everybody I know that's seen it loves it. But, quite, but you and someone else has told me that. I, I think one of my other buddies has told me that it's missing, it's missing something. It's like they, they, you see it, you're looking at it. It's almost like looking at it at a at it through a prism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, "Yeah, it's good, but it could have been better, but they they can't put their finger on what would have been the thing."
0: Yeah, you, you can't just I mean? you can't just throw uh set decorations and clothes and music right. and sometimes even the speech isn't right.
1: Right, right. The
0: dialect is off. Um right. Not everybody talked Valley. Not was like, "Oh my God, uh, yeah, that right. doesn't make it '80s." There, there were, yes, there were people talking that, but
1: like if you watch Goonies, Goonies yes. is another prime example of a good '80s movie. You know, the Absolutely. young kid is walking around calling it uh, uh, Chunk. Is that his name? Yeah, Chunk. Chunk is, walk, Chunk is walking around calling everybody a turd and swearing, and just you wouldn't see that now. Like, like. You just wouldn't see some of the stuff that you see in Goonies in a movie now.
0: No, you wouldn't. And, and
1: Goonies was, to me, just a PG movie. I think it was actually PG. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think you could. I'd, I'd be hard pressed to say you could make a Goonies movie now.
0: Maybe. Just, Maybe? Just
1: because of all the stuff that the kids were doing. Like, they were smoking, they were out, the one kid's out driving with his girlfriend, you know, or it's just, there's just silly stuff in it that everybody thinks, oh my God, you can't do that now. It's like, well, why not? Yeah, you can. You can let your kid go out and play.
0: It's it's you know that that um that <laughs> that's definitely part of it because yes. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's I can watch an eighties movie and I can tell it was truly an eighties movie because there's a right. th- and it has absolutely nothing to do with the set decorations or the clothes or the music. Mm-hmm. It is just it's even the way the stories are structured, even the way the movies are put together. It is
1: right. the way it's shot, the way it's edited,
0: the way it's shot, the way it's mm-hmm. edited, the way it's lit. It's an eighties movie. Eighties was flash. It mm-hmm. was bright colors. It was, but it was also there were so many stories in the eighties um, that were were similar to this one, with not with a Bruce Leroy, but yeah, yeah. Um, more with trying to get the girl, trying to save the clubhouse or yeah. or whatever. It was always something where people would get together and, and do it. It just it was a... I don't know. I have a, a, a nostalgia for 80s movies. Um, mm-hmm.
1: No, that, I get it. I get it because uh, action movies were different yes. than they are now. Uh, James Bond movies were way different than they are now. Yeah, um, yeah the, the 80s was what was a different... It was a completely different era, number one. Right. Um, but like you said, with, with the, the way they set up movies, the way they told the story, the way that they directed them, the way they edited them, everything was slightly different. And I think you'd have to find somebody from that era... Right. ...to actually go into a movie. If you're going to do an 80s movie now or an 80s-style movie, I think you'd have to get a writer and a director from that time period and bring them and go, hey, okay, we want you to do the same kind of thing you did in X movie or Y movie mm-hmm. that you did over here. We, we want you to edit the same way, you know? And, and I think that would bring in a lot more of that feel, that that tone. Yeah. And this movie had a lot of good feeling. This movie yes. had a lot of good, there was nothing really bad in it. I mean, I can't sit there, I can't think of anything that I just looked at and went, oh, that's, that ruined it for me.
0: Well, nothing ruined it, you at
1: know. All. Um, I, the, the videos, that but you talk about the video at the thing where Debarge and you're like, okay, <laughs> you just went into the video, but she works at a place called Seventh Heaven, which has videos all over. The oh world. yeah, videos were a big thing. You kinda have to go into that a little yeah. bit, but that was to sell Debarge's album at the time too. So, yeah.
0: and that's that, that's what was one it of the things
1: with effeminate singers back then. I don't. Like there, there's a whole era at one point where like you, thirty or forty guys just came out and were like really effeminate, and then all of a sudden you know the heavy metal bands came out and started going, yeah man, we're gonna drink whiskey and uh, blow stuff up, and if that kind of went away again. <laughs> yeah, but even then, even then Motley you know, Crue showed up. <laughs> yeah, and and Poison, and then
0: you know we had the hair metal, and then all of a sudden we had the effeminate metal, and it's yeah, like.
1: Yeah, what was that? Oh. <laughs>
0: So it, it, it goes in cycles, but I think, yeah. uh, you know, maybe something to go with uh, the reason the 80s have that vibe, too, is there's just a general, I don't care. Uh, yeah. We're just yeah. going to make this movie. We're going to throw this at it. We're going to do it. We're going to have fun, and it shows. Um, right, right.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I don't that, know. But they did. It looked like everybody was having fun at the time.
0: Yeah. And I think it's probably a great mystery of what makes an 80s movie an 80s movie. I don't know if we'll ever solve it, but it I, sure is helped in think, just the music. I
1: think with us doing all these 80s movies, because uh, we do like it, our 80s movies, man. Um, <laughs> I think with us doing them, we'll come on to something. We'll, we'll come up with we'll, oh, yeah. some kind of BS that sounds good, at least. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> so, um Let's uh, wrap up our review on The Last Dragon. What, what's your uh, final uh, notes on it?
1: Oh, hey, I bought it. So for me, it is a go. It is a keeper. Um, if you want to have fun watching a movie, that's that's the movie to watch. It's yeah. it's it's silly. It's got good karate moves in it because Temak was actually into karate. I think he mm-hmm. still is. If I remember seeing an interview recently, uh, he's still into that sort of thing to you know keep his body the guy still looks the same yeah like, he he's looks a great a little bit older but he still looks like basically the same like you see him on the street you'll be like hey bruce leroy yeah you know uh there's no getting around it. that cat is still a good looking guy um vanity has passed away but she no was, i did not know that you're right she was a uh, she was a preacher she became yeah. a preacher i mean after hanging out with prince and going through all the hell that she went through in her life. I mean, mm-hmm. she went and became a preacher. And then, uh, what last year? Was it last year? Yeah, I'm not sure. I yeah, couldn't not remember. Too long ago. I don't think that she uh, passed away. Um, it's, it's very odd to see all the people that passed away. in that movie show enough did, um, a little brother, the guy who played with the little brother mm-hmm. which, uh, died. Um, but there's, I think
0: the little brother, I've got to talk about the little brother.
1: Okay. Before we wrap it up. All right. Little because-
0: brother had moves. Little brother knew everything. It was going on. And yeah, vanity was his girl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and was nobody was going
0: to get in the way and not his dumb brother.
1: <laughs> not, not even his big brother. That, that's that, what's funny. because that little brother just thought he was the shit <laughs> that led
0: to a really funny scene um, with, uh, Leroy and Vanity in the car together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just asking for a friend of mine. um, I don't have a paintbrush.
1: What? She's like, what?
0: (laughs) I don't know how to paint or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to draw. I don't know how to paint.
0: You know, (laughs) moves.
1: Show me moves. (laughs) He's like, what was that? I I don't know how to... He was trying to make something. I don't know how to make make love or, or yeah that was it make love but whatever it is was like, like a really bad
0: <laughs> it was a bad analogy that his brother <laughs> told bad
1: him. analogy that vanity while she's driving is looking at him like just smiling like she knows exactly she what he's at, but she's not letting him off the hook she yeah. keeps asking well what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> And his face just goes red, and he just looks away like la 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 la. la. <laughs> Yeah. The one, the scene that I liked was with the little brother. <clears throat> whenever Vanity's in the, in, in the, the theater or the, the studio by herself, after Bruce Leroy runs out because he's gonna, he's figured out how to go see the master that doesn't exist. Yeah. He yeah. runs out. She's sitting there, and the little brother, brother comes in upstairs, and he's yelling down at her, and you know he's trying to be all bad. He's you know, you're my woman, this and that, and she'd say. Get down here before you hurt yourself. And he starts talking back. She says, "Now." (laughs) And he just turns instantly to a little kid and comes down there. (laughs) Right. Like like he ain't as bad as he wants to be. She just like talks to him like a little kid. He's just man. (laughs) (laughs) I think at that point he realizes it's not going to work out. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, man, if you like if you like silly movies, if you like fun action, uh, you could do a lot, lot worse than The Last Dragon. You could do a lot worse, and it's called The Devil's Express. <laughs> Which here, eat my yeah, dog. <laughs> so, oh, if I had the choice between the two, I would definitely pick The Last Dragon.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: um, my takeaway, love it. 80s movie, lots of fun. Yeah, uh, the music, yeah. even DeBarge. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: DeBarge has a great voice. I just like. Yeah. <laughs> just really, really, the the clothes and the, the hair yeah. and
0: the. This <sighs> this to me is you want to know what an 80s movie looks like? Watch mm-hmm. the Last Dragon. Yeah. You don't get much more 80s than this. Um, no, not with
1: the the. The clothes, the hairdo, the, the styles, everything, it, everything that the, the speech they, they, they nailed it, they did a good job. They, the writer, yeah. I'm gonna have to look up on IMDb, I, I should have seen who the writer was, but I did not, right? Uh, but they um, did a good job on it, they did a really good job, yeah.
0: Definitely a must watch from me,
1: so yeah. Um, what is our movie? What is our movie next week? We you and I were talking about it, is that Devil Girl. Oh, Mars? Devil Girl from Mars, yes. Devil, the Devil Girls from Mars, yeah, which is going to be exciting, because I think that's going to lead us into our Halloween month.
0: Yes, for the month of October, our plan is every week will be another wonderful or horrible horror movie. Um,
1: Wonderfully horrible.
0: Yeah, so we have Devil Girls from Mars um, will be up first. Um, yeah. And some yeah, other surprises coming your way uh, for what we have chosen. So yeah, only... yeah.
1: Ho- hope you like them or dislike them as much as we do, because we like to watch the bad movies, so you don't have to. Yeah.
0: And that's our slogan now. Repeat it for those in the back who weren't paying attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, for those. Yes, for the kids in the back.
0: <laughs> what was that? <laughs>
1: for, the, for the kids in the back, I said we like to watch the bad movies, so you don't have to.
0: Very good. I love it. I love it. Um, If you want to drop us a line and have any comments, questions, movie recommendations, uh, you can reach us at oamoviereviews at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube uh, as OAMR, Old Ass Movie Reviews. We're also on Facebook, OAMR, Instagram, IGTV, uh, Apple, iTunes podcast. Uh, What the heck are we also on? Deezer, um, TuneIn, um, those are oh, the you ones really where got us out in. there, man.
1: See, Scott's the tech guy. He just goes <laughs> off and does stuff. And I'm like, I answer a phone. <laughs> I watch a movie, I answer a phone, I talk to Scott. And then we hang up, and then Scott tells me everything he's accomplished for the right. last week. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? We're really going good, aren't we, Scott? If, if you want
0: to find us, we're out there. Just look up old-ass movie reviews. Uh, we're there. We I think we've gained two listeners in France, so I'm really excited. Thanks, guys, or gals. If
1: man, if they are listening, I want to know, how did they find us?
0: <laughs> I don't know, sure but forget, tell your friends.
1: If, it, it, it always it's always amazed me that the world is so small that somebody finds us in another country and I'm like why <laughs> right like, I think it's pretty awesome
0: <laughs> if, if you if you like us leave us a good review um, it helps us out uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can catch the videos or just uh, listen to us as a podcast anyway you can uh, tell your friends. Whatever, we do appreciate your uh, viewership and listenership.
1: Absolutely. We do appreciate you guys being there, all four of you that are listening to us right now. And the two in France, thank you very much. Yes,
0: thank you very much.